Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I am Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Liu from the Box Press Studio, Seth Geis, and from the Pistani Studios, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Doing great, man. Doing good, man. Flying like an eagle. <laughs> All right. So today we are talking about the Ogdener Aramas A52. Uh, this is a Robusto 5x52. Comes out of the Tabacalera La Alianza factory in the Dominican Republic. Uh, wrappers Mexican San Andres, uh, binders Ecuadorian Sumatra, and the filler is from the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, and also Connecticut Broadleaf. Uh, price point is $12.75. Cigar was released in May of 2023. And with all that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? Can I ask a quick question, really quick? Yes. Just really quick. All right. How much of that filler? percentage do you think is connecticut broadleaf i mean we have heard for years about the shortages and the quality of connecticut broadleaf and they threw some in the filler so what is that percentage you think well so well is, is it real broadleaf is a real connecticut broadleaf? i i listen we we're not going down that dark road we can go down <laughs> that road i'm just saying we're gonna go with the honesty road that this is connecticut broadleaf we talking like Half a leaf, quarter of a leaf. It's not much because I weighed the the, the cigar weighed in at twelve point five grams. Which, um, <sighs> what's what's the? Oh my god, John! What, what's the, he weighed what, it? What's what's the size? What's the what's the toll on this? It's five a robusto. Yeah, five by fifty two. Fucking yeah. weigh this. I love us. Dude, He's got numbers. Like, <laughs> I got there's my no twelve. Way, there's no way there's much broadleaf. I know what the weight no, is. I mean, like that's like honestly, it's a gram and a half to two grams light. Like for where like I'm pretty sure Robusto is supposed to be fourteen and a half to fifteen. So um, I don't even know that. I think because that's typically like there's they've like had measurements over the years. Like there's like Toros and I if they've mentioned it, John's just smart enough to actually pay attention to it and weighs this stuff. Yeah, well, I he's see, one I mean, of those you know. We, we, he, he's he, a data he, guy. He weighs what yeah. he buys. I, I'm off the honor system, and I'm so drugged <laughs> out of the time that I'm like, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I really, buy 15 grams. Yeah. Um, so for a comparison, the last cigar that we um, smoked, which interestingly enough was also Mexican San Andre, and also was a robusto, weighed in at 15.9 grams. So 12.5 is you know a lot. What less. was that? Hold on, I'm gonna look to see what that. I, we, 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 I know that good. June. I was looking to see what oh, the wait, measurements wait. were. I don't want to call them out, oh. even though that's actually giving them a compliment. Oh, no, that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, guys, to leave like this same, shrink. Hello, it's the we same. About <laughs> it's the same. It's like the same size. All right, so John, you're right. You wait. Look at that. That's a big Anyways, difference. It could, it could very well be a one-off uh, quality issue. Um, I just wanted to mention it because you know I'm starting to um, measure both the humidity in the cigar and the weight of the cigar to see if. You know, there's any. This dude is like, oh, I'm my uh, man cave. I have my uh, draw measurement. Dude, John is not going to be called out. Look, for if we get a draw, if we get a draw master, I'm pretty sure John will test the draw as well. Oh yeah, expense that. I like that. I like I like this like scientific, you know, scientific approach. Someone's got to do it. All right, June. What's your okay? Anyways, yeah. So. Oh, so overall average, I actually really enjoy the first third of the cigar. Um, it had like a really wide array of different flavors. It was sweet. It was like citrusy, had good spice, but most of it was just 
it's weird. It's almost like smoking that first third and then the remaining two thirds uh, were completely two different cigars. Um, whereas most of the cigar was just like, I just mainly got some bready notes, some cedar notes, like a, like a creaminess off like a, like a soft bread. Um, yeah, I was actually a bit disappointed. I really had a lot of hope after that first third, but you know, maybe I could just buy these, you know, and, uh, cut it up and just smoke first third. You know what I mean? Why not? All right. Seth, what was your experience like? Yeah. Um, you know, I thought I didn't think the first third popped the way it did for June. Um, I was getting a little bit of like a mocha quality with some, you know, damp wood, cedar, earth, baking spices. And then second through final third, it was just that earth, cedar, baking spice profile. Burn was a little off. Draw was a little wavy. It just kind of, yeah, was, that's about how it was. It felt light. Actually, I didn't. I was just saying that because John gave us the <laughs> John. Um, yeah, it started out, uh, interestingly enough, uh, I had this kind of herbal quality, um, which I don't get on a lot of cigars that often. Um, so it, was, it kind of played around with that with various combinations of like herbal and wood and like a mossy herbal quality, baking spices and herbal, baking spices, wood and herbal. Um, and that was interesting. And I felt like a lot of that kind of fell apart in the second, third, where, um, I think there was just a lot of dryness on the palate and, um, this sort of medium to medium full earthiness, which ended up taking over the profile. So it just, that just doesn't, that's not dynamic in my opinion. Like that flavor profile is just really palate dominating. And and that was a lot of what carried into the last third as well. Um, the uh, burn was perfect. Now, ironically, it was quite snug on the draw. And I, I was like, like, you know, typically if I have a really, like a really snug draw, I'll examine the cigar. So I examined the cigar and the cigar felt firmly packed with tobacco. So I was quite puzzled because I was like, the cigar feels firm. The humidity reads where it should be, but it weighs in as, as light and it's resistant on the draw. I'm like, I, this doesn't add up. At any rate, um, it, was a, it was a pretty resistant draw throughout the entire review. So I kind of came with it pretty average, pretty average overall. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, for me, the cigar started with a mellow mix of to- toasted cedar, light earth, and faint baking spice. I got a light floral soapiness that kind of joined in pretty quickly. Uh, second third saw the baking spice transition of black pepper, and then the final third saw the black pepper move up in the profile. Um, cigar's average flavor profile throughout um, kind of focused around that toasted cedar, earth, and baking spice, black pepper combination. Uh, the floral soapiness was kind of an interesting component. I, I did enjoy it. Um, I don't know that I remember getting it that all that often. Um, but it, it just, um, it didn't have a large enough effect on the profile to make it something that was interesting to me. But um, in comparison to the Bosrus, um, this was definitely a step up for me, um, even though it's not something I'd come back to. But um, yeah, not, not a cigar I really see myself coming back to, especially in this flood of new Mexican San Andreas that's all kind of in this, you know, middle average zone. So uh, doesn't seem like it would take a lot to get uh, kind of over that hump, but. You just all fall into the same trap, I guess. Um, all right, let's get into the scores. We're going to start at the top with June at 6.1. Uh, John and I both gave it a 5.65, and Seth gave it a 5.15. So June had that 6.1 matchup for you. Uh, the 6.1 was... Uh, that first third definitely helped, but aside from that, you know, I don't think it's really worth buying. I take that back, because I don't want to pay $12 for... 
six, seven inches of a cigar. Very yeah. expensive. No go. <laughs> no buy. No deal. All right, John. 5.65. Yeah, it matches up well. Uh, it was a slightly above average flavor profile, but obviously that draw brought the uh, brought the score down. So, um, you know, I think as June said, even even if the score was kind of a perfect construction and it got up to that six, this this is not uh, this is probably my least favorite of of the uh, Osgander Osgander Osinger. Wow, I can't talk today. Sorry. Uh, wow. Anyways, it's le- it's my least favorite of the uh, offerings that he's put out so far. Uh, yeah, my five point six five matches up well. Um, average flavor profile throughout. It's got really good construction. I mean, uh, just slightly wavy burn. That's all I can I can really complain about in regards to that. But um, I know it doesn't factor in the score, but to me, the prelate was just poor on this cigar. Um, the wrap, the way the wrapper looks, doesn't look good. The caps are sloppily applied. Um, I don't know. It's just some of these wrappers come out of this factory just are not impressive. So, all right, Seth, five point one five. Oh, blah 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 blah. Yeah, it was. Listen, gotcha. it's just it was. It's been a rough reentry for Osgunner, man. I don't. It's. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Makes you wonder. Uh, any wonder. other final thoughts from you guys on this one? I'd be curious to know. Uh, talking to some of the retailers, how they're doing on the shelves. Like, I, I'm assuming the par- partnership with Crown Heads has gone quite well because I think you know Huber and Crown Heads has a has a pretty positive market placement. So I'm sure that helps. Um, I just don't know what other people are saying, like in terms of how they're being received. So I'd be curious to talk to some of our retailers and say like, you know, how are these moving the shelves and stuff? Cause, um, you know, he's put out, he's put out a lot of new product for, you know, only being back for a couple of years. So. Hmm. And the bands are really hard to read. So maybe to make an adjustment there. Yeah. The bands are a little hard to read. Um, you know, I hate to be the stylist guy cause I'm not a style guy, but like, there's something you said about just picking a clear font. Like I know everyone wants to go with like super ornate ornate bands, but like you can't really tell what it is. And if I can't tell what it is and I know what I'm looking for, I'm pretty sure that a customer who, you know, maybe doesn't know the first thing about your brand can't pick it out. But All right. Wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe, but check out the full written review on the website, developmentpalace.com. Follow all our, oh man, I just blanked on this thing. Follow us on all yeah, social media channels. You can catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those fancy places. Also catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Osgunner. <laughs>